Yo, my name is Danny M. I don't rap like Eminem. I'm just like all the other guys you interview. You're telling the truth. There was, star, there was dude. no hint of Eminem in what you just did. <laughs> if if co if conversationally we can attain anything close to the harmony that we just achieved, making that beat together, <laughs> we didn't even talk about that beforehand. I'm sure people at home are like, "Oh, that was stage." People, there's a musical chemistry that exists between some men, yeah. and Adam and I got it. All right, there's, Paul McCartney, Lennon, fuck those guys. There's certain ways that men can connect. That go really beyond all other things. Like, I'm going to give you one example. Hunting. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you another example. Gay sex. I'm going to give you another example. Beatboxing. <laughs> These are all obviously in the same ballpark as things. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I would add to that list, in a, a fourth edition, mm -hmm. is cracking open an energy drink. It's right up there. And this is the only one of those four things we haven't done yet. Mm, we haven't done that yet. We haven't done energy drinks. So when you look at this this lineup that I picked up at at Seven Eleven earlier, and I'm going to be honest with you, like in my head, the Seven Eleven that I go to, I thought was going to have a better selection mm -hmm. because you you just sort of like see hella energy drinks and you think they have all of them. But then when you go to certain gas stations, you you will see they have like five doors back to back, every yes. flavor of Monster, every flavor, of, yes. like really going above and beyond. They got some startup brands. Yes. I realized today that my 7-Eleven my is not quite that. It's time to change your 7-Eleven, buddy. But I feel like in this relatively small area of LA, I don't know that there's going to be gas stations that have that crazy of a selection. That's more of like a Texas down south truck stop thing. They, they have no concern for the value of property because the square footage is minuscule because they're out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And so as a result, they have 8,000 different kinds of energy drinks. And you know what also fucks us off around here? People in LA are health conscious. Mm. Conscious. When you go down to Texas, I've seen this on the road. You cannot get a coconut water. Perrier? Fuck off. No. They make room for all the energy drink offshoots with the space that coconut water would have occupied. Exactly. Nobody drinks it in Addison, Texas. And so that brings me to something that I've been going through in my personal life that I think that I'm now ready to discuss with the people at home. And I thought about this as possibly like the most ideal thing to talk about with Danny Mullen as opposed to like AD. Because AD... He has sort of like this reflexive like reaction as soon as I start talking about my penis, which, mm. spoiler alert, that's where this is going to go. He would have been out when he mentioned gay sex earlier, probably. Exactly. He probably would have buried his head in the couch cushions. He wouldn't like that. But with you, I feel much more open to be able to have that conversation. So let me just start from the beginning. I'm driving back from San Diego a couple of weekends ago with my, my girl, and we stop at a Whole Foods. She wants to buy some snacks for her and the kid, whatever. And so I'm going through the line with her, and I look over. I'm thinking, oh, maybe I'll get myself an energy drink for the rest of the drive. Energy drink is as American as it gets. I see one. Pass me that one down there all the way at the end. The Celsius. The Cel have you had it? I have not tried a Celsius. There's a lot of different brands. I'm not sure. This is this is advertised as raspberry acai green tea. That's acai, Adam. Acai. I don't fucking. Somebody's got to elevate your culture. I've here. been trying to say that for like eight years now. It's just not working. It's a it's a berry. The Brazilians love it. The branding. Mm. It looks like it would be good for you, right? Let me see this thing. I mean, it's it's like when you read what it says on the back, it's not as convincing. But I became convinced from looking at it in line at Whole Foods. You know, yes. we are at Whole Foods. Mm. 
The branding is quite different from a lot of these other brands here. I thought this looks like maybe a healthy energy drink. Maybe I can try this. It looks like sparkling water essenced with raspberry and acai. Right. Well, That's the, what the art is indicating. The branding, not much of the branding really says energy drink to me. And it says zero sugar, yeah. which is going to sucker people in. Yeah. Fucking fools. Right. But when we turn to the ingredients. Yes. You see anything that stands out to you? That's when we start seeing, first of all, citric acid. Fruit, it's, it's not too bad. It's actually not too bad. It doesn't this sound one, that bad. Filtered water, citric acid, natural flavor, fruit and vegetable juice for color, and then <laughs> something I can't pronounce called sucralose. Sucralose. <laughs> sucralose. I like this. I'm going to crack this open. Please, waterfall at, at will. And so anyway, I pick it up, hop in the car, start drinking it. I immediately realize like, this is, this is a powerful energy drink. This is not some bullshit. This is some real deal shit. And so I liked it. I continue to buy one once a day, maybe four or five days out of the week for the following couple weeks. At that point, let me try this. I'm gonna. This is gonna be the last sip of this shit that I ever take in my entire life. When right? we first walked in here, and the mics were, you you actually are waterfalling it. Why are you waterfalling it? What do you think's gonna touch happen? Touch my lips to yours. You didn't waterfall, huh? I saw no. that out of the corner of my eye. I was trying to act like it didn't happen. And then we started making gay jokes after we talked about waterfalling. So I thought you were joking about that. You don't waterfall when you're drinking the same beverage as another man. You know, I I do when I'm around my own squad and we're in private. Then I care about germs. But in a public forum, it looks better just to share it. Oh, I'm a waterfall guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't. All right. Even if I drink water out the bottle, I kind of like wipe it with my fucking shirt sometimes before I seal it up. And that's my I know that's going back in my own mouth. I'm yeah. not paranoid about spit, my yeah. own spit. Yeah, yeah. I, I trained Brazilian jiu-jitsu. My mouth guard, I haven't washed it once. The Ugh. mouth guard. When I did jiu-jitsu for about a year, I got many staph infections. I think that's a you issue. <laughs> or you trained at a really shady gym. There was one guy who was like, you know, Thought he was way more hardcore than me, and he, I gave him a staph infection, and he was like visibly <laughs> upset about it the next time I saw him. Some people specialize in the Kimura, some specialize in the bow and arrow choke. That's 22, gives people staph infections. And some people specialize in Celsius. Oh. Okay, you know, and so I, I want to make it clear, though, this is not what I'm about to say. You read the ingredients. I it read them. Nothing looked too crazy to you. I'm not saying that this is a real thing, but I am saying that in my heart of hearts, I believe this. So I started to... You know, I would, I would jerk off as I normally would. Okay. <laughs> what this has to do with energy drinks. I know. I know. It's a shocking connection. And again, I consider myself a person who's like pretty committed to logic and reason. And I, <laughs> I'm not a person who would come on here and just like say some crazy conspiracy theory because I, I would thought it was funny or something. Like you would be able to tell if that's what I was doing. I started to have leakage slash like pre-cum when I would be jerking off. Now, in my line of work, that's a real liability, mm, right? Because mm. I'm putting my dick in all kinds of random girls on mm. camera and stuff like that. So the only reason... But you, won't, you need to waterfall with me still, though. This is true. Well, you did the gay sex thing. So I, anyway, I'm, 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 I'm thinking about this. The reason why that this stood out to me, that I thought that this might be a case, is because... And I'm going to come clean about this right now, because I've, I've never acknowledged that this was a brand that I used to have some feelings for. But for a period of time during the pandemic, for almost a year, really, me and a bunch of other people in the office were hooked on Bang Energy. Mm. And we started drinking, like, like everybody's drinking one a day. Yeah. My dick started to feel a little weird, and I started to pee a lot. Mm. So I go to YouTube, I search up a video, and I figure out that there are people talking about how energy drinks might not be great for your, 
urinary tract flow. Mm -hmm. I don't have the language to actually properly communicate this. I stopped with the bang energy, stopped cold turkey. Haven't had a problem since. Now, the Celsius. I did just take a sip, really dancing with the devil. But I haven't. I've been off it for over a week. And I would like to report that I have been literally staring down the barrel of my urethra every time that I masturbate or have sex over the course of the past week or so. And I believe that my pre-cum situation has returned to normal now that I don't have this God's forsaken poison flowing through my veins. The we, good people at Celsius, please do not sue us. And I heard, I actually wanted to bring this up. I've heard Monster is very litigious. I heard they try to take down anybody else who enters the space. So as long as we don't slam them. But I am thinking class action lawsuit if your urethra keeps opening wide and dripping. But two, I'm thinking maybe we should try to find the ingredients that match Celsius to bang. And so anyway, you might be thinking, Adam, this still sounds a little bit ridiculous. I do a little bit of Googling and I find a study in which... Very small amounts of energy drinks were given to rats, and they found that the sperm concentration of the rats was impacted, like the, the it was lessened. Mm. So they're basically taking that, it's not conclusive, but they're saying perhaps energy drinks have a bad impact on men's sperm as well. I'm not sure how well mm-hmm. studied that is. I might have actually seen a link to some study anecdotally saying there or whatever, but either way, guys, if you're having any issues with your penis, Maybe lay off the energy drinks. And when you say monsters litigious, don't you recall? I remember reading in the news, and there's a chance that I'm completely wrong about this. Adam is handling a rain energy drink. Do you remember when Monster, I believe, sued rain? See, I've heard they sued everybody. I've heard they're making life hell for Bang, too. I don't know anything about rain. I don't know that I've ever had one, but I do know that this, that this is a cherry limeade flavor. Oh, my God. All of these taste like Windex mixed with sugar. <laughs> I noticed we got a lot of the no-calorie flavors, too, which is kind of, like, extra gross. Like, sugar is, like, normal, and this is just kind of nasty. We are probably multiplying our chances of getting cancer. I'm not talking about if we drink these routinely. I'm talking about this afternoon. I've noticed that a lot of the energy drinks now taste really good. Like, even the fucking low—like, this is 10 calories. It smells so good. I'm so excited. You sound like a fiend when you say that. I've noticed these energy drinks taste really good. I hope the camera wasn't pointing at me. I just doused my fucking jeans. Yeah, I'm just going to smell like rain for the rest of the day. for water falling, you homophobe. All right? Well, now you're right. Now I am going to use my mouth because I just had that experience. God damn it. If you have respect for yourself, you'll share saliva with me. I like that we're doing this. You know, I, I think this is a good Taste angle. That. Tell me that's not great. That, that, that's just as good as Bang Energy, you, which I also think is very good. Rain, their mascot or their logo looks like a jousting mask <laughs> for those who are watching. I'm going to try it out. But, oh, that is good. That <laughs> you is got good. a nice slurp on you. <laughs> <laughs> energy drinks come. My technique remains the same. Listen, <laughs> I, I like what we're doing right here. I like that we're taking the stuff that... One of the D'Amelio sisters would do on their YouTube channel. <laughs> Have they done d- this? <laughs> Probably. Next I w- didn't even think about this as being like really like low level base yeah. YouTuber shit. I thought that this was actually some highbrow shit that I thought of that nobody had ever done before. No, that's why I liked it. When you told me that we were going to do this, I was like, fuck yeah. What's next week? Are we going to blindfold each other and taste Pringles? <laughs> These are the most cliche YouTube challenges available. But if we do them and we throw in enough references to gay stuff, <laughs> the audience will tune in. Okay. I'm going to give you <laughs> I'm going to give you my opinion of why I think that's the case is because I was really devoted to telling this fucking energy drink story, right? 
Yeah. I really wanted to talk about it. And, and we could just collect all the ones that we've taken exactly one sip from here. So far, Rain wins. Celsius, I, there's something in there they're not disclosing. It tastes way too artificial for that mm. ingredient list. You think? It tastes real artificial. Okay, see, you're right, though. You know what I think Celsius is like? Celsius is like liquid death, where mm. it's like it looks like it's going to be something crazy, but then it's just water. Celsius looks like it's going to be super healthy, and then it's bang energy. It's the opposite. It's, it's the a opposite. Gnarly, it's a gnarly energy drink. Death. It's way gnarlier than Red Bull. Mm. Yeah, that's false advertising, and it's also dangerous. Are we ever going to talk shit about Liquid Death on here? Or are you too scared to try and get sponsorship? You know, I I drink Liquid Deaths. Why? I take them into the gym because if you want to be, if I want to be totally honest here, I'm scared. Of the carcinogens in plastic bottles. Are you fucking serious? And therefore, I would prefer... You got your hang-ups with saliva, buddy boy. <laughs> I got my hang-ups with the carcinogens. So you trust the, you trust the aluminum can, though? Yeah! <laughs> I trust the aluminum <laughs> can. In a tight spot, I can use it as a weapon. Right. You can't defend yourself with an Aquafina bottle. Right. I can throw it at somebody. I want to... Like, you know, Liquid Death. I have a lot of friends who seem to be sponsored by them or something. I'm not talking down on any kind of product because if i were to if i were to talk down on liquid death then it's like why am i not talking down on raid shadow legends why am i not talking down on honey some browser extension mm -hmm. i've never used yeah yeah uh so i'm not i'm not talking shit on liquid death but every time i see someone drinking one it's just water yeah you got a fucking can it looks like a heineken like i guess i don't get it yeah. Like what what I don't understand the thought process when you're in there like what because this is my thing. A can is a su okay. If you're drinking dare if you're drinking a coke, aluminum can tastes better than plastic bottle. We all know that, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. If you're drinking water, I think it's going to kind of taste the same either way no matter what container it's coming out of. But when you look at this, you see that cap? Mhm. Mm you see how I can just carry this around all day thanks to this cap? Yeah, and you're squeezing The can it. doesn't have it. You like to be able to squeeze your beverage? What are you saying to me? If I'm drinking water, I want to be able to drink half of it and take it with me on the go. With the liquid death, it's like you, you're, you're stuck with the opening on top. Keep it upright, jackass. <laughs> you can't just put it on the corner of your desk? I saw your big office over there, huh, Mr. Boss Man. I like communicating with a large body of water near me at all times. That is a crutch, and that's going to catch up to you later in you life. You think being hydrated is a crutch? I do. <laughs> because there's going to come a time when you have an interview to knock out, and you're going to have to take three, maybe even four bathroom breaks. Oh, it's happened. Well, no. My feeling is that I have, I have about an hour and a half, two hours in between pee breaks for the most part. And that's when I'm like drinking coffee and water. If I'm just drinking water and taking it really light on the coffee, I'm I'm good for like a three and a half hour interview sometimes. Can we take a break? I got to take a piss real quick. Are you serious? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> we just started. <laughs> I no. do have a really small bladder though. Really? Really oh, small bladder. Well, you're skinny too. Everybody on my squad tells me like, Danny, you need to go to the doctor, get him to put a glove on and put his finger up your asshole. I think you have prostate cancer. I've done it. Horrible. Experience. You put your finger up a guy's ass? No, I had my ass fingered by an elderly Arab man. But was it pleasurable? No, I hated it. I've see everybody I've heard who's got it done said they got a boner. And if you lie to me right now, if you are dishonest with your beloved audience, they're gonna sense it too. So think carefully about what you say. I would I don't appreciate you backing me into a corner in which I'm being forced to admit that I enjoyed having my ass fingered. Actually I don't care. You but got no. an erection. Two different There's times in my life that I can think of. I've had a finger in my ass from a doctor, and both times not an ounce 
of not a gram of blood rushed to my penis. Is that how they measure the blood flow in grams? I don't know how they measure blood, but absolutely, it was the least sexual scenario in both scenarios. The, uh, getting a boner. I mean, I could have been surrounded by nonstop hardcore pornography. I would not have got a bonus. It was like the most horrifying experience of my life. Well, that hairy-chested, brown-skinned guy with yeah. a, the dangly gold necklace that said something in Hebrew on it. Fresh out of Guantanamo Bay. Oh, wow. He was a terrorist, too. <laughs> you know I mean? Well, he turned his life around. Yeah. See, I'm glad you're telling me this right now because that's honestly the primary thing that's been keeping me out of the doctor's office and probably the thing that's now made it too late for me to stop the onset of <laughs> the cancer prostate that's cancer growing in your body. Is I thought I was going to get a boner and I was like, I'd rather be dead. Right. I'd rather be dead than get an erection with a man. Right. You know, because that's just the kind of guy I am. <laughs> Just anything even close to being gay? Is I am straight as an arrow. Maybe that's what where our, our merch should say that. Death before gay. <laughs> Instead of death before dishonor. Death before gay. There needs to be an energy drink with that pasted across the but front. But that too. is like, that's a Danny Mullen like style merch idea though that like makes no sense. But yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm watching death your newest vlog gay. and I'm seeing this fucking black kid with his whole face painted white just coming up to you saying, you molested my four-year-old niece. Yeah. And I'm just like, whoo, this guy is captivating a very specific audience yep, here. Yep, Look at this. That's my audience. That kid, wow. is, that kid is alive, by the way, confirmed. That was the kid? Yeah, it's the kid who, who faked his own death. But that kid was black. I thought the kid who faked his own death was Mexican. No, he was black. Oh, my God. These yeah. are all the same person? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. We, we, I like the kid. We shouldn't say his name, though, because that is a scummy tactic to resort to. I knew wow. from the start. That's grimy. The, yeah, the guy who would fake his own death is definitely the guy who would fake his niece being molested by you. And that was real. I've been seeing this one in the gra the grocery stores and the, the Targets and the... The gas stations for a long time. The NOS energy drink. Okay, if I had to give them credit, I would say, and this is knowing absolutely nothing about them, but I would give them credit because NOS is like that shit that you put in your fucking car that makes it go faster, right? I know this because I saw Fast and the Furious absolutely. when I was 18. Right. I don't know much about it, but this was the first energy drink that borrowed a brand name mm. from an existing product that Ooh. was badass Ooh. and said, we're going to brand our energy drink after that product that is badass, and it'll make people think that our energy drink is more badass, as opposed to like a Red Bull or a Monster, yeah. who they create a, a an energy drink, they do branding, whatever, but then they have to go and they have to sponsor snowboarders and, and mountain bikers and BMX yeah. guys, skateboard guys, bands, whatever, because... They need to like create the association of coolness next to their brand. When you look at a NOS, they they come in the game associated with something tight. Yeah. And it's really the perfect analog. Like when you are in a car race and you're losing to Johnny Tran mm. and you've got 10 G's on it, what do you do? You hit the NOS button. That's what I'm about to do. And you're about to beat a Korean guy in a race, metaphorically, of course, right. and by I, drinking that. But I would all, we will beat the Koreans for sure. No, I would like to say also this is a 210-calorie vehicle. Uh, so now you're worried about the calories. No, I'm just saying that the other ones were like 10 calories or less. And so as a result, they probably don't have sugar in them. This is 210 calories. This probably has a, a lot of sugar. You know, we should really, if we were professionals. 51 which, grams. We could really be compiling a helpful pros and cons chart. Because I'm sure people want to know, like, hey, which one's going to give me the most kick, but which one's going to make me feel bloated afterwards? But I'm trying to be very Gigi Allen with this. Like, I'm going for it. I'm, I'm not familiar like, with that fellow. You don't know Gigi? I said I am familiar oh, with that are? fellow. Okay. Come on, dude. I thought you said you weren't. I was I'm horrified. I had to throw my shit in your face. No, no, for sure. I come from the land of Gigi Allen. Anyway, let's tap into the NOS. Let's do it.
I've got Adam not waterfalling anymore, by the way. I shamed him into that one. I'm not joking. That is the worst tasting energy drink I might have ever had. <laughs> Try gl- that. I'm Tell me how is, bad that is. I'm glad this is your podcast. That but I'm is in no way liable. Terrible. <laughs> oh, fuck. They're coming after us. It almost has like an orange flavor to it. We have an ingredients list three times the length of Celsius, I want to point out. Way I'm more. looking at rain. It's roughly comparable to rain energy. And it has uh, fun numbers in it, like yellow number six. G- right, because cyanoglobulin. Celsius prides itself on on using natural flavors or colors or whatever for for the coloring, mm-hmm. and this clearly they don't feel any such obligation. Yes. Although realistically, how often do you see the energy drink outside of the cup? You drink it from the can, you never see it. I think you were too quick to judge. Not <laughs> energy drink. <laughs> you like it? I think they. <laughs> Made an aggressive choice, right. which they should be doing. I mean, they're it's based on a thing that makes cars go faster. But I'm assuming this has the same flavor that it had like 20 years ago when I first saw it on the shelves. I don't know anyone who drinks this. I would judge anyone who drank it extremely harshly. You know what? I hope you enjoy the rest of this array of energy drinks because I'm not drinking another one other than Moss. You're tapped in. <laughs> I'm tapped in, baby. No, this okay. is my brand. That's fucked up. But all right, I want to like... This this is probably the most obscure, stupidest looking one that I saw on the shelf. I like that. That's what I wanted. I wanted us to go obscure. Stuff like this, yeah. Stuff stuff it, we haven't had before. I want to see companies that have no business making energy drinks branch out and give it a try anyway. And that's why I wanted to get the Starburst one. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? The C4? I hadn't even heard about it. Really? I love Starburst. Though. I found out about it at ComplexCon. There was like some guy that my dad knows who had who was in charge of the the marketing or the branding for this this fucking Starburst C4 branded van. You go in, it's it's like fucking Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. They got little like nozzles on the wall. You turn it, it dumps Starburst into your hand, whatever. And then they have an energy drink. And I tried it, and I'm gonna be honest with you, it was really delicious. It tasted so sugary that. It made me definitely not think that this is something I would ever enjoy in my day-to-day life because mm-hmm. it just tastes so extreme. Mm-hmm. But since then, there's been multiple times where we've had girls on the fucking Plug Talk set who showed up drinking one of these. Starburst energy drink. Blew my mind. Mm. So when I see something like this, Mountain Dew energy, I mean, granted, Mountain Dew is a lot closer to an energy drink than Starburst are, but this is the 180 milligrams of caffeine version called Peach Mango Dawn. And I'm, I love peach and mango. Peach Mango Dawn. Oh, this is interesting because they actually break down the uh, what's in it. Caffeine equal to approximately two cups of coffee, 5% juice, zero grams of added sugar, zinc. Definitely want zinc. You got to have it. Got to have it. That'll zinc. protect you from the sun, too. Vitamins A and C antioxidants. Right. They, couldn't, what, what they couldn't bring themselves to include B. I'm excited to try this. These, I, I feel diabetes pooling in my throat yeah something bad is happening to my body as we speak and i would also like to say that you know that there are people who have already commented on this video acting like this is sponsored even though that makes no sense because we have fucking 10 different kinds and we're talking shit about all of them certainly not sponsored by nas but our our audience like our collective fans there's enough people on the far left of the bell curve who are clocking in at like 15, 20 IQ that there's definitely somebody who's already left that comment. 15 or 20 IQ. <laughs> you probably I think wouldn't be able Down to get syndrome. out of bed. <laughs> That's banging the keyboards, hoping the computer will start up. Yeah. But 
yeah, they, I, they might think we're we're shills. But I was just having this conversation about. Are you familiar familiar with Destiny, the Twitch streamer? I watched your interview. Yeah. You enjoy it? Yeah, it's great. Did you hear the conversation we had about the word retarded? I got uh, halfway through. He said retarded was okay because I forgot why. Because if you call a person the N word, you're basically saying you are bad because of your race. Your your blackness makes you bad. Yeah. If you call somebody, you know, a fucking filthy Jew. You're saying your religious beliefs or your ethnic tradition means that you are bad. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy to understand why those are looked down upon by yeah. society. But if you say you're being retarded, I mean, objectively, like you don't want to be retarded. Retarded pretty much just means that you are far enough left on the intelligence spectrum that you are having. A, you, pr you probably get money from the government. You can't fucking put your pants on yourself or so whatever. So it's not all bad. So is it, it, it seems fair to tell someone who has a limited, you know, IQ that they're retarded. Like that doesn't seem like the kind of word that we should be trying to eliminate from our language, right? Yeah. And also, you you're not speaking literally. You're not actually calling the person uh, a wheelchair-ridden drool monkey. That's what I call retarded people. And my mom is a special a special ed teacher, so I can say things like this. Wheelchair-ridden drool monkey. Can you hold that fucking nose next to your head for the thumbnail? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Susan. Um, anyway. Dude, I, I, stories about, because my mom is a special ed teacher, and I forget why, but I was doing community service for some reason when I was younger. I've had to do it for various reasons. Not bad, by the way. Better than NAS? Way better. I'm probably going to hate it then. Try it. Less, way less toxic. Your mom, you're saying your mom was handicapped? How dare you? <laughs> How fucking dare you? <laughs> Sorry, I'm all hopped up on energy drinks. Yeah, my bedtime is not going to be a thing tonight. I don't like this as much as Nas. You don't. It tastes flat to me. We have very different palates. That's good. I think that makes for a good podcast. <laughs> That's why the podcast is interesting because we Absolutely. have different tastes in energy drinks. Mm -hmm. Although I feel like your opinions are trolling. You think I'm being? You think I'm fucking with you? Like if you were strapped into a fucking uh, uh, what was it? Called? Polygraph. A polygraph when you were drinking the the Nas and saying you genuinely liked it. I'm being completely honest with you. You really like There's it. something about the kick on the back of my tongue. That's what pissed me off. It tastes like it has been soaking in like orange fucking soap. This tastes like you punctured it with a needle and all the carbonation leaked out over a period of hours. The fucking diet or the Mountain Dew is mango is way closer to the flavor of actually drinking juice. Which but, I realize is a weird standard because if you yeah. wanted to drink juice, you yeah. would just drink juice. And also, is Adam Pretty too a big juice guy? No, because it's got a shitload of sugar, which is also part of why I shouldn't be doing this. Isn't that crazy? I mean, there's so many tangents we're going on here. The, the food pyramid, how a healthy breakfast used to be like a bowl of <laughs> Cheerios, which are just all modified cornstarch right. and a big glass of sugar juice. Think about the food pyramid. It has it has like bread and carbs and shit at the bottom, and it's way bigger. Yeah. It's like clearly telling you you should eat way more bread than yeah. vegetables or fruit or protein like we grew up with that yeah. that's kind of crazy and what else do we got up there milk and cheese yeah exactly like dairy that's one of the main supports how did that happen and who knows what we're doing now that in 20 years they're like oh yeah that's you definitely have cancer already like or you're that was the stupidest thing you could have done i feel like this is like the anti-science episode of sledge lords because i already shared my completely anecdotal theory about the celsius making me pre-cum which i i fully believe in my heart although i'm not making any sort of medical claims but mm -hmm. then also beyond that i believe in my heart of hearts 
that me taking one sip from 10 energy drinks is somehow going to get me more fucked up than like taking 10 sips of the same energy drink, which would be a normal thing for me to do around this time of day. Yeah, Although would, probably not this tightly together. We're kind of like going back to back to back. I think you're going to have a nasty hangover tomorrow, dude. Beer before liquor or beer mm. with liquor, never sicker, dude. You're mixing everything up. I mean, bro, it's 2.50 right now. I have realistically probably like 11 hours until I go to bed. I think. It's a late bedtime. It's hard to count. I'm going to go to bed at like 12, maybe 1. I think you're an irresponsible CEO. I'm going to forget about these. Do you think that's too late? I do. Why? Because I think you should be rising with the sun. My podcast on Tuesday doesn't even end until 8. We have a meeting at 8 as soon as it ends. Well, be a big boy and bring it back a couple hours. But No, but I don't want to become that kind of CEO who's like, oh, no, I have to get up at 3.30 in the morning. I do a three-mile run. Like, all this crazy life hack shit that's like, do all these five million different types of, like, saunas and, and treatments and stuff. It's like, all of that clearly, even if it has positive effects on you, is going to make you way less productive. I it, prefer a much simpler life. It's, it's going too far. Yeah. And my girlfriend, love her to death, she is on the cutting edge of all of that stuff. And it gets to the point where your morning routine can balloon into a three-hour thing. Your 21-year-old girlfriend is on the cutting edge of CEO optimization and tech. You should hire her as a consultant. Really? No, you probably. No, that's way but too. She, she, we already hired Yuri's girlfriend. It's <laughs> <laughs> Already one bone thrown. No, it's, it's not that she's... On top of CEO optimization, she just listens to these podcasts on what is the healthiest way to wake up, how journaling can stimulate your mind so that you're more productive after the midday crash, mm. why you should drink matcha instead of caffeine. And at some point, I was going to tell her, like, babe, if you incorporated all of this into your life, you would have no fun. You uh, wouldn't start your day until maybe 11 a.m. And also, I would leave you. Right. So your girl's trying to be the most effective Hollister employee of all time, or what? She looks pretty goddamn good in the fleece. I, I, that was a joke. I, I don't think she works at Hollister, but what what does she do? Like, does she have a job or something? Yeah, yeah. She's working at a sushi restaurant, and she podcasts too. Oh, she has her own show. Yeah, now. yeah. She's got a she's got a podcast called Guilt Free with her friend who you met on the show. The girl who didn't fuck house phone. The girl who didn't fuck house phone, but who has a colorful roster of professional athletes and rappers. And so is that basically what they talk about? Is like, your girl's like, I fuck Danny Mullen. She's like, I fuck Blueface. Or something. <laughs> is it Blueface like, is a guy? Is he a what? Is he a rapper? Yeah. Blueface? You never heard of Blueface? No. See, that's why I like podcasts with you, because well, you don't know who Blueface when you, is. When you told me that Blueface fucked my girlfriend's cousin, I pictured her at the Luxor in Vegas getting double teamed by the Blue Man group. <laughs> The guys who do the drumming. It's kind of amazing that Blueface has never dressed up like the Blue Man Group. That's they, such an obvious lane for him to go down. Dude, no, yes. The Blue Man Group, like, do a whole performance, and then at some point it's revealed, I am not a member of the Blue Man Group. It is I, Blueface. Yes. Yeah. I don't know anything about that guy, but he should get in with those guys. Best gig ever, Vegas residency. I mean, you know there's a lot of cool gang names out there? He's not a crip. He's a schoolyard crip. What does that mean? I mean, it means that the, the, the Crips that he has associated with since he was a child, that they, I mean, I'm guessing that maybe their neighborhood is adjacent to some kind of schoolyard. Maybe they're really good at Foursquare. <laughs> maybe all kinds of different games. Maybe Tetherball even. A Tetherball ain't lasting in South Central. Tetherball can escalate. <laughs> you start doing ropies, people are bound to get hurt. What's a ropey? It's where you grab the rope, dumbass. <laughs> 
<laughs> do what with the ropes? Like fuck, fucking throw the ball harder? You, you get more leverage. Mm. Dude, you would. I would torch you in tetherball. You probably would since you know about something called ropies that I don't <laughs> yeah, know dude. Ropies, dude. All right, we got, we got to keep going. I just grabbed a bang. You open this. Oh, it seems shit. like we're moving this way now. Yeah, because this is like the worst bang that I could find. Like, they, I didn't even see any normal ones. This one's swirly pop. Josh, what was the one that you were drinking? Josh was drinking cotton candy bangs during the pandemic. Josh was sincerely drinking bang energies. Putting his life on the line. Potent brain and body fuel. Oh, my God. Have you ever fucked a bang energy model? I would like to. Well, you haven't lived. Um, I guess I haven't either. Super creatine. That's got super creatine in it? What does that do? What what does that do in the context of an energy drink? I think it's going to make your workouts more effective. Swirly pop. That makes me think of the toilet. Swirly pop. You repeating it doesn't change anything. <laughs> no, really. I'm getting like weird as fuck from drinking this shit. Like, I'm I feel getting, like, a little under Way the more up than yeah. I would normally be. The audience for sure can see it. Like, I'm lucky that I smoked two spliffs today to like mellow myself out, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the verdict. I think they call it swirly pop because it sounds it, it tastes like they took a fucking toilet bowl and dumped a bunch of other <laughs> random bang flavors in together. You dick. There's not like a concise clear flavor to it to me. I'm reading the label. By the makers of the legendary Redline Energy Products. Right. Well, it says that on all the bangs, I think. I remember drinking Redline back in the day. And it, it was, was. The fir- it was the gnarliest energy drink back then. Before alcohol, when I was in high school, we would play Hey Mister with red lines, mm. and we would drink a bunch of them and go to dances, rub our little hard pricks on girls like Jenny Albanese and Corey Marsh's ass. Really? Corey Marsh is a girl. Okay. Could That's be hot. I feel like I, I probably have seen her in some of your videos because I've seen a couple of videos where you like went back to your hometown and like harassed people and stuff. That's not what I did. Well, you were like drunk as shit in the bar, like <laughs> making fun of some girl who died. <laughs> It was my high school reunion, and it was a guy a who overdosed, dude. A dude who overdosed, okay. Yeah, yeah. I gave my high school reunion speech, and I uh, I thought it was going to be... That's one of my most famous videos. It's actually the one that blew me up. I ruined my high school reunion, right? and I didn't think I was going to ruin it. I thought that title was going to be clickbait. I sincerely thought I was going to go up there and do all my dick-sucking jokes aimed at the popular girls from my class, and people were going to eat it up that was definitely like one of the videos i watched where it's like oh maybe danny's not defensible like maybe he's really like such a bad guy that he's like just a really bad guy Mm. i don't know that video i just like was like just watching you make fun of this dead person to this girl she asked you not to make jokes about it and you just do it anyway and i'm like wow like i feel like a lot of people if i were to show them that video they would be like there's no saving this guy. He's such a piece of shit that we we he's, he's we can't have him in normal society. We need to ban him from the internet, like Andrew Tate. I was, that the Andrew Tate banning's fucking horseshit. But I was friends with this guy who died, and all I said was I just I made an offhand comment that he contacted me from beyond the grave and demanded I do a speech. <laughs> Maybe that was no, it. that's called it's called supernatural justification. The pharaohs did it too. Yeah, they did. Many rulers today do stuff like that. Right. This is actually not bad. It tastes like melted down Laffy Taffy mixed with lukewarm water. Dude, how depressing is it that we only technically have 15 minutes to take sips of these additional? And like, I, I mean, what, why am I going to sip a fucking diet, a sugar-free Red Bull or a plain monster? I've had them five million times. The other three are interesting at the very least. 
Let's get one of the underlings to clear those out. I, we can't I, waste our time with those. I, I, yeah, we don't need that. I, I, I have right here a Rockstar Punched, and it's red. And um, the only person I know who drinks Rockstar is Yuri, the aforementioned Yuri, uh, yeah, who yeah. hosts the podcast Tent Talks that you should not watch. And um, him, uh, he drinks Rockstar all the time. I've tasted it. It tastes terrible. It sucks. <laughs> he loves talk, it. I don't know why you're talking such heavy shit on all these energy <laughs> drinks. is amusing to me. I'm just being real with you because it's like, I, I, and this is actually a very liberating episode because I feel like I'm kind of coming out of the closet as a person who has tried a lot of energy drinks and had a lot of different phases, but I never want to promote them. Like when I was drinking Bang every day, yeah. I would put it in a cup on camera. I never showed it on camera because I don't want to fuck. Why would I give them free publicity? Uh -huh. You know. Uh -huh. But then meanwhile, I'm going to a fucking Seven Eleven and spending four bucks on one uh -huh. every day. <laughs> Quit mocking me, dude. <laughs> I got my ticks. All right, let's try this. This can was the can my eyes were drawn to. Yeah, it's red. People love red. I share DNA with the bull. The star, though. And I also, Rockstar was my favorite growing up. That was my favorite. Really? Yeah, I think you and I have very opposite palettes on this. I have a couple of memories of, because people, caffeine is the kind of thing where people in our culture just consume it every fucking day, and they don't talk about it. They don't draw attention to it. it you know, it's not like alcohol, where, you know, there's a real culture around it. There's not much of an energy drink culture mm. outside of Riverside. Thank God. Right. Riverside, California. But, but like, Bakersfield. And, you know, like, oh, there's like elitist coffee people and stuff like that. But sometimes I'll be walking, I was walking to 7-Eleven the other day. I seen a fucking Mexican guy. Looked like he was working construction or some shit. Motherfucker had three tall monsters yeah. with the fucking the cap, the plastic black cap on mm -hmm. the top of it. Three of them under his arm. Uh -huh. the, where where is there for him to go to talk about what he's up to in life? Drinking yeah. three fucking monsters. He's, yeah. he's gonna die. He's gonna die. And he's, he's gonna find over. nobody else in his tribe is gonna be able to meet him and and share their love. Right. I mean, if you love coffee, you can go to a little. Place in in downtown LA, the culture Francisco. surrounding it is so, you know, elitist and and like you know everybody is everything is so dainty and look at your latte, we drew a heart in the top of it. It's so cool. This is so quaint and enjoyable. Yeah. Welcome to Portland. And meanwhile, energy drinks. It's just literally the gas station. Yeah. Where is our expensive at home energy drink maker, bro? If we, now that's an idea, but well, probably some of the. Chemicals or compounds could kill you, so they might be kind of weird about putting that on the market. What are some goggles, dude? What if we start like a cafe in LA in a hip area, and it's like Silver an Lake. energy drink bar? I love it. And it's like Build-A-Bear. You go in there, and you can mix up your own stuff. We got some scientists on site. We can make sure nothing blows up. We get one of those Coke machines with all the buttons, and you can mix your own or whatever. Oh, yeah. 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 And if you got big enough tits, we'll put some vodka in it. They'll never let us do that. What the about the tit thing? No, oh, okay, yeah. That changes everything, right? Put some titties out there. What what part of this has to be some thirsty energy drink drink company watching this right now decides we're gonna invest. We're gonna get in on the ground floor with mm. Sledge Lords. We're gonna become their energy drink sponsor. Mm. I think it's gonna be nice. After the things I said about them, I don't know. It's been I don't want to reveal my favorite yet. Okay, that's not bad. Give All it right. here. Because this is something I wanted to share with you, is that I went through a phase where I was drinking a lot of uh, Red Monster Assaults. Assault. That is far too aggressive a name. Kind of a weird I've been name drinking a lot of it. Silver Red Bull Massacres. <laughs> Do you really want to? Yeah. 
<laughs> the new rock star Holocaust is a killer. Uh, but, I, but meanwhile, salt, assault, like re- it's called assault. Like that was the flavor. It's got a guy with a ski mask and a boner as its mascot. I was drinking it all the time. It was amazing. For a while, like I got a case from Monster. I used to because the BMX shit. I used to get cases of Monster. Yeah. Sometimes the whole house would just be geeked up off Monster, and it was a weird environment to be sure. But I used to drink those things. That's that tastes a lot like it. I'm in, I'm enjoying the bouquet right now. You've been neglecting the bouquet. Oh, I like how you do the swish. Ideally, I'd have a spit cup. Right. That's good. You like it. This has an almost natural tasting. Tasting cherry or strawberry to right. it. Well, it's fruit punch. An almost natural tasting fruit punch. <laughs> Compare mm. it to like Kool-Aid, like a classic fruit punch. Dude, it, talk about the food pyramid. I had a babysitter who wouldn't let us drink water. All we could drink was Kool-Aid for probably three years of my life. Why no water? She, she just loved Kool-Aid. She thought you would be easier to molest if you were dehydrated. I wouldn't have probably fought her off. She mm. wasn't bad looking. No, I, I. she didn't ever put hands on me. I did over there one time, though. I did. It's one of the most embarrassing memories of my childhood. After, and it was probably because I was hyped up on Kool-Aid, I stuck, and it all comes back to something up the ass, I stuck a Barbie's feet up my ass because <laughs> she had a Barbie collection. At what age? Probably kindergarten. By yourself. Yeah. In bed or in your room or what? I, I was I, I was being babysitted at her house, and my sister was there, and her children were there. I did it alone in the bathroom, and Danielle, who was the daughter of the babysitter, came in while I had this thing ankles deep in my rectum, ran out to the kitchen and told her mother, and I was really, really fucking humiliated. Do you remember the words? Danny has a Barbie's feet up his ass? You know, I wasn't in the kitchen at the time, but I imagine it was something to that effect, and Laura Halig was her name. She came in, stormed in, grabbed me by the scruff of my neck, and didn't say anything. Just gave me this look. Well, I mean, it was her Barbie. It might have been one of her most prized collectibles. Right. I mean, the, the feet in the ass, especially when you're a kid and you don't even know that anything could go in your ass. You're like the only kindergartner who thought about like just putting a toy in their ass. Like I've never even heard of that. I'm an innovator. Damn. I broke ground. So you might really have some deep-seated trauma that's causing you to act out like that. Huh? You know, I, I don't think I have any trauma. Pretty stable childhood, but, I mean, I've done the peanut butter thing with a dog. That was one of the low moments. <laughs> you let the dog eat peanut butter off your balls? Yeah. <laughs> At what age? Too old. <laughs> like a couple of years ago? I think it was either, I want to say it was in sixth grade, but if we're being totally honest with the audience, it was in junior high. Wow. What What led you there? Was it? The seeking of pleasure? Did you think it was funny? Or? Dude, I mean, we're not all pussy monsters like Mr. Adam 22. I couldn't tail whip on a BMX bike. Yeah, but a dog's fucking snout being all up in your balls? Well, it was my dog, Jamie. She was a very good-looking purebred dachshund. And she was, you know, good at her tongue. What the fuck? That's the ugliest can I've seen so far. Yeah, have you ever had... Oh, actually, we're going in the punch direction. The monster Pacific Punch... Monster juice. I don't like that they have these punches. 210 calories. I mean, when you have to adorn your monster energy can with classic traditional tattoos. Let me see this. Look, it actually says death before dishonor, which we have decided to replace with death before gay. Yeah. We have an eagle. There's like a heart with a sword through. We have a, a pirate ship, an anchor. We have a shark. 
some sort of mermaid, a wave, and a nautical star. It's basically like all the tattoos that Danny probably wanted when he was in high school. <laughs> you wanted to be a tattoo artist with a pickup truck? What are you saying No, about you wanted me? to be a cool fucking indie rock guy with a nautical star tattoo on your elbow. No. Yeah. Like no? some rockabilly asshole. Allow me to read to you. Typical punch. It's not. Lighter. Less sweet and more complex, mm. a flavor as deep and wide as its namesake, the Great Pacific. Mm. Naturally, we added our Monster Energy Blend to help put wind in your sails and keep you steady and on course no matter how rough the seas. Mm. Pacific Punch, your adventure awaits. Arr. I was thinking about reading it in a pirate voice the whole time. Did you the add the says, R? No, that's real. Unleash the Salty Beast. What the fuck? That's the gayest thing that has ever been written on aluminum the salty ever. Beast. That wasn't an accident, too. It says that. Unleash the salty beast. But, you know, as a guy who writes a lot, that's not bad copy. The salty beast? Like, what is... The, the salty beast, not that in particular, but, like, but the, the whole thing. The drink is not salty. The only thing that's salty is the water that hopefully did not get into this when you were making How it. How do you know it's not salty? You haven't opened it yet, cocksucker. It's a Pacific punch. If there's salt in this, I'm going to be deeply disturbed. <laughs> Maybe it's like a margarita. You know what I haven't mentioned is that one of these drinks is probably going to be the drink that I continue to consume throughout the rest of the day. I'm not sure if I'm going to even tell the public. Uh, who's going to be... You should tell the public. Whichever energy drink you drink for the rest of the day, they deserve that promo. Which one would you take at this point? I'm not going to tell you until everyone has been sampled. All right? Because how can I say? Oh, that's the best one. That's, a, that's better than the Rockstar Fruit Punch. Fuck you. I haven't tried it yet. And I don't know if I'm just saying that because of the fact that it has traditional tattoos on it. There we go. Arr, there it is. Can I tell you? The salty I have a story that I've been wanting to tell on air, and I'm not sure why. It's basically just because I want to brag about getting a blowjob back in the day, but pretty good you like it it tastes like hawaiian punch for instance you can't even tell it's an energy drink as we sign off we will do a sampling of the monster energy ultra gold which i have no idea what this might taste like anyway this is this is a good story from back in the day i'm in utah i'm in salt lake city i'm hanging out outside of the gas station as you do when you're a bmx rider you know you just sort of sit on your bike outside the gas station with your homies. uh this was actually Right when I moved to California, so I would have been like 26, I guess. Um, Too old to be hanging out in front of a gas station. Yeah, but you know, we're, you're out with the guys riding bikes, and so we stopped at this gas station. We're sitting outside. We're fucking, I don't know, hanging out for a minute, and I see a girl leaving, and she's cute, and she's holding like four monsters, and I remark to her, holy fuck, why do you have so many monsters? And I think I might have even suggested, like, are you a crackhead or something? And, like, you know, she liked it, though. She, she clearly was, like, charmed by my terrible joke. And so she tells me that she has a DUI, so she's just been drinking energy drinks, which to me sounds insane because it is to me, like, the alcohol part of my day, if there was to be one, is a very different part than, like, drinking an energy drink at what? Uh, you're going to drink a fuck? You drink alcohol until, like, 4 in the morning. Mm -hmm. If you're drinking an energy drink at 4 in the morning, you're all fucked up. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I like the uh, the fact that she was this stupid to think that this made sense in some way. Yeah. So I get her phone number, and I end up riding my bike over to her house, over to her dorm room, I think, and uh, <laughs> caught myself a little blowjob from this college student in Salt Lake City, and uh, she was off the energy drinks. And I think that that still counts as consensual. I think that's actually more consensual. No blowjob is cool when you have to ride a bike there. Oh, God. This fucking skateboarder elitism is going to creep into our world now? I think so. And ah, I, you can you, pick on me. That's and, cool. I like that. 
I'm curious about BMX biking because, as you probably know, in skateboarding, there are tiers of cool in skateboarding. Trevor was riding around a penny board out there earlier. I right. wanted to punch him in the stomach. Uncool, but a lot of people do it for filming these days, right? Or maybe not a lot. I hope not. I see it a little bit. I hope not. Hmm. Also, I, a kid walked into my class today. I was in an improv class. Kid walks in with a longboard doing a mall grab. Mm. You know the mall grab? Yeah, but what? So holding it by the trucks is considered that much more respectable? Less respectable. The if you carry it by the trucks, that's a mall grab. Oh, I thought that holding it by the middle of the board was the mall grab. No, okay. no, no, no. That's how the cool guys carry it. Okay, board. so you hold it. Okay. Basically, everything that makes sense and is comfortable in skateboarding, you're going to get called a fairy if you do it. Right. The trucks are a perfect handle. If you carry it in the middle of the board, you're going to get grip tape thumb. So you would but you have to do it. You would prefer to push Mongo. It's just looked down upon by society. It helps you steer and you can avoid cracks if you're pushing Mongo. It's way more practical. Interesting. Yeah, everything's more practical in skateboarding. They just want to make it as difficult and as uncomfortable as possible to prove something. Have you seen Gifted Hater on YouTube? Oh, my God. I'm cursing you by telling you that because you're going to have to spend a lot of time watching this now. Gifted Hater? The greatest skateboard journalist of all time. What about that guy who does Epically Latered? I don't even know who that is. Like, I'm not sure who you're referring to. It doesn't, but doesn't sound like your uh, sounds, message is very I, I've watched here. a lot of Epically Latered. I can't remember who hosted it. But I'm just telling you. Go to YouTube, type gifted hater. There is nobody in skateboarding, and I'm going to expand that to all of action sports, BMX, everything that I'd, I've ever seen in action sports. I've never seen anybody do coverage of their lane as brilliantly as the way that he does it. I'm going to check it out. And sometimes it can borderline on like cruel, and you know, you, you, you'll probably. You'll become convinced that Steve Barra is, is maybe not a great guy, but you'll also feel bad for Steve Barra if you watch all of his videos. Steve Barra, old school birdhouse guy, right? Yeah, so, he runs the barracks, which is his main thing with him. Something, uh, something about skate culture. There is this contentness with being broke, with being dirty, with being not cool that fascinates me. Yeah, more than like almost any other subculture. I've, I've always found that really, really interesting as well, that it's like, the one like BMX is the same way, or has kind of been the same way throughout history. Where it's like, if you pull up and like the if you get a Lambo, this is actually bad for your status as yeah. a skateboarder. Like mm -hmm. this is this will make people look down upon you. Yeah. Or even fuck, what was his name? Oh, I forget his name. But there's a pro skater who I remember like they were roasting him because he had a fucking video on his Instagram story. He was showing that he had some pints of lean. In rap, mm. pints of lean, you're cool. In skateboarding. Anything that's like you're flexing or you're trying to look cool or whatever immediately gets reduced down to like you are a loser for showing off. What's lean? Like cough syrup? I don't even know what lean is. That's why this is not a hip-hop podcast. I love that you don't know that. You want to start freestyling about lean, baby? But meanwhile, you have a rain in your head. <laughs> it's fucking, that's, that's my brand, dude. Yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy because me and probably you too, we have a lot of anxiety about making money, being on top of our shit, running a business, and none of that, as far as I can tell, exists in the head of any pro skater. Right. Which is why I love looking at it. The I'm going to look this guy up. The most respected skater in the long run is the one who will earn exactly enough to survive if he experiences any sort of emergency him and his entire family will perish and starve to death. Yeah. And then meanwhile, their pants will fit really cool and they'll have like a video apart every two and a half years. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's all it is. A guy like um, 
Mark Gonzalez, the OG, like the greatest skater of all time. Like right. Austin Gillette, these dudes who probably they put out parts so infrequently, they probably sell like negative skateboards. Mm. Like their skateboards have to go back to the warehouse because nobody buys them. But those are the cool dudes. Nigel <laughs> nobody's more hated than Nigel Houston. Speaking right. of monster energy drink. But with with Nigel, I think it's more because he wears like tights with fucking basketball shorts over it and shit. And like, he puts IG stories of him hanging out with a bunch of like eighteen year old tens all the time. Yeah. He gets too much pussy to be a cool skater. No, there's definitely a level to getting pussy where you just need to like not let anybody know how much your pussy pussy you're getting, don't you think? Yeah. Like and also I was thinking about that today. Like if you have a really nice house, what's the point sort of because you can't let anybody know you have a really nice house or you become unrelatable and kind of a douchebag. Mm. Yeah, no. Totally. I think about that a lot now especially. That like if I were to make a, a lot of significant purchases, like, if I were to really invest in a lot of stuff going forward, I might just keep it to myself at this point in my life. Yeah. Because it's like, what does your audience really want from you? If I was a business YouTuber who was trying to, like, tell you how to make a billion dollars, yeah. maybe, like, some of that stuff would be good for content. If you want to present yourself as relatable, like, think about Joe Rogan. Think about all the shit Joe Rogan turns down. Think about all the shit that Joe Rogan probably has. You know what you never hear Joe Rogan talk about is what it's like being famous. Mm-hmm which he experiences to a degree that's a million times what I experienced, mm-hmm. but I've talked about it a lot on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think he realized at a certain point that that's just not the kind of person. Like, to him, fame is just something that's happening to him. He kind of, like, deals with it as it's happening. You know, if he's getting mobbed in public at a restaurant or whatever, but he doesn't He doesn't show up on the podcast and say, oh, dude, I went to this bar last night and fucking 500 people asked me for a photo. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just like, mm-hmm. at a certain point, that's kind of unrelatable and weird yeah. to the audience, you know? And it's strange because that's sort of why a lot of people do what they do me included is originally you had dreams of that fame and money but then you can't even show it off you're making a really bad face monster energy ultra gold very weird flavor let me see this ultra gold i'm really not sure about what i just tasted it's not just gold adam it's ultra ultra it looks like a condom it's like a pack of magnums Mm, i wouldn't know anything about that (laughs) never wore one i actually have usually it's okay if i do mini magnums (laughs) What's that, a regular? Yeah. Is it a regular condom? <laughs> no, I do. They have Magnum XLs I see in the supermarket now, which, which really torments me. But I have worn Magnums in the past, and occasionally they'll slip off. Like really? I'll, I'll pull out, oh, yeah, yeah. and they'll be stuck in the girl like like a remote in hanging out of the couch cushion. Right. You know one of the best things that anyone has said to me in my lifetime doing podcasting? I was doing an interview with BMG Upper Class. This Ooh. sucks. Terrible. This right? is the worst one. Yeah, disgusting. He's a Brooklyn-based like YouTuber, does hip-hop type content, and we were all talking about condoms, right? And he said this sentence. He goes, hey, bro, at the stove near me, they got some new condoms I'm dying to check out. Yeah? They got some fire and ice joints. Shit, G. Have you seen those? Those fucking fire the and fire ice fire and ice joints. I used to fuck my college girlfriend with fire and ice. Really? It keeps her on her toes. What's it feel like? It's like cold and then hot and cold and hot. Depends on which night it is, yeah. This dude talking about the fire and ice condoms as if, as if they were this exotic treat that he really wanted to try out it's in good. his life. It's good. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's good. It's It feels a little bit when you use the ice like a, uh, like a menthol right. thing, it, which feels pretty good. And if you fuck her with the fire, it's like Tabasco sauces Wait, on your but cock. It's, it's two different condoms? Yeah, dude. Oh, I thought it was supposed to be fire and ice at the same time. No, it's not like an icy hot where yeah. it changes midway through. No, that is what I was thinking because I put icy hot on my balls one time. Just, why are you any better than me and my dachshund? 
There's no victim when you put Icy Hot on your balls. Victim is the incorrect word, sir. I understand that you're saying that animals don't have feelings and can't have an opinion about who they perform sex acts on, but I think the least that we can expect of people in our society is to not force dogs to eat peanut butter off their balls. You know, people go to prison for that. Listen. I mean, probably not, but maybe listen, they could. Force conjures the image of me holding a gun. When in reality, it went more like, come here, Jamie. Come here. See, you're just holding yourself. You just if you had said that you just put peanut butter, if you put Jif and Skippy a little blend, maybe some organic peanut butter in there, and Fire you and smear ice. it all over your balls, and then you just sit back and the dog starts licking it off your balls. Cause like I have a homie who a dog fully gave him a rim job while he was deep in a girl, fucking her. And he didn't stop? No, he, he kicked it away. He did what he had to do. Yeah, but, that's animal abuse. But I mean, at least for a moment there, he was having a threesome with a girl and a dog. That is a crime. I don't think so because he didn't invite the dog to his asshole. But you just admitted if he if he had been fucking and he had said, "Get over here, hey, hey, hey. lick my ass," I would look at him completely differently than knowing that it just happened. Listen, I was in seventh grade. I might have been in high school. Right. I'd had a bad week. You deserved a little relief. Yeah, and to be honest, you don't really come when a dog does something like that. Man's best friend. Not really when it comes to blowjobs. Well, you didn't come from a dog licking your balls. I probably could have assumed that. Well, she hit the tip a little bit. It was bit. gonna take some personal manipulation. Let me let me give you look, give me like a moment or two and my shorts keep riding higher and higher and you're starting to see Mine the part too, of buddy. my leg that is not tan, which is kinda gay. But um the eyes look good. How how you feeling about the pod? I'm feeling great. I'm having fun. You getting good feedback? Yeah, absolutely. The Danny Mullen fans were fucking with it? Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I try not to read too many comments. If I read comments on something, I only read the top ones. Right. Because that's going to be the consensus. Right. And hopefully the consensus is positive. That's a decent strategy. Yeah, like like me, like when an interview comes out and the fact that I'm reading every fucking comment in order, I like doing it. But it's also kind of like addictive behavior where if you were to just take a couple minutes to look at the top comments after it had been out for a little while, you would probably get the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah, I have a rule. No none, no comments on my own podcast. No podcast comments. You don't read No it. Instagram comments. I only read the top comments on my main YouTube channel videos. Because I was just thinking about this earlier. Some guy came up to me in Santa Barbara and he was telling me, oh, fucking, I watch you on Facebook. And I was thinking, there are probably many thousands of comments I could read every single week yeah. on Facebook, many of which would pertain to me, and I don't at all. Yeah. None. Yeah. And it's like really hard for me to imagine doing the same thing with YouTube. Yeah. But you could. You know, the option's right there because I ignore the whole Facebook landscape. I would never dream of responding to somebody on there. Yeah. But on Twitter, on YouTube, I'm, I'm tapped in. Yeah. As long as we got that consensus, as long as people generally like this, maybe if some negativity starts creeping into the top comments, okay, constructive criticism. Right. But if you go overturning rocks looking for things, you're going to get bit in the face by a snake eventually. Right. A snake being a comment that actually stings and maybe fucks you up for half I a day. I have no feelings. They can't do anything to me. Sometimes I get a little sensitive. That's fine. I mean, you're, you're new to this. I'm going to be invincible now that I've had all of these energy drinks arrayed <laughs> before me. But yeah, sometimes it fucks me up for a little bit. And all that does is it makes me distracted for that part of my day, which is increasing the likelihood that the next thing I do is going to be less good and therefore more worthy of more shitty comments. Mm. So I got to stay on top of my stuff. Top comments only. 
That makes sense. Um, but they were very positive I saw in Sledge Lords, which is sweet. I like that. Is If anyone has any suggestions for themes for next week's episode, you know, we're trying to, like, come in with a certain thing. This week we're inspired by energy drinks. Who knows? I was suggesting that maybe we should watch a, an acclaimed gay porn and review it together. I would love it. Yeah. Do you want to watch it in studio, or is this a homework assignment? I think it's a homework assignment. But, I mean, so if anyone has any recommendations, if anybody at home has a gay porn, mm -hmm. that maybe we could reach out to some gays that we know. Absolutely. What's your favorite porn? What's their Debbie Does Dallas? You know any gays? No, I keep my distance from those folk. I don't know many. That was a joke. There's I a few so. suspected gays in the office. How can we find them? The gaydar. <laughs>